Who you trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm loco? Now we're rolling. Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. What up, sir? What up, dog? It was a uh, long but very eventful, fun weekend of fights for us. Dude, so fun. I love going to fights right before my fights. That was a great card. If you weren't fired up before Saturday night and you watched those Fierce Challenger fights, you you definitely are in the zone now because, Man. dude. Hold on. Dude, I gotta, who was gonna pull that Abraham Ayala and Jose Mendez fight? Was ridiculous for two guys. One guy's four and zero, and the other guy's one and zero. Those two dudes were just throwing, like, dude. That Jose Mendez for one amateur fight had one of the best, the cleanest one two threes I've ever seen in an amateur fight. That was a very fun card. Um, that one stood out. That was probably my fight of the night. You know who else was scary on that? And I'm just, I, I, no disrespect to anybody if I pass over um, your guys. Ahmed Sanchez. Ahmed Sanchez. <laughs> Dude, if you are a heavyweight, you better watch. I'm telling you right now, that for, guy is scary. Forget all that noise. Where he is looked he like one of those freaking Dagestani wrestler dudes just jacked in the look on his face. He Dude, threw a body kick that oh, hurt me. Oh, oh Yeah. He threw a couple of them, and I'm like, dude, this guy is – he is not take. there was no hesitation on his shots. Very, I mean, super impressive. Um, that Malachi Novosaw kid – I say kid because he's he's like 19 years old. He looked great. Great, solid wrestling, great base, fights out of Jeremy Horn's gym. We had our boy Johan Rubio in the co-main event fighting a super tough Ryan Hamilton kid out of Vegas who we had on the podcast. Yeah, here, Here's the thing. Take nothing away from Ryan Hamilton. Because, no, dude. No, all, we got down there, and all the Vegas guys were like, "This they Ryan were, Hamilton kid, he's a monster." You would have thought he's he was the main guy. event. You would have thought Ryan Hamilton was a main event with he, with those guys. They they were expecting big things from him, and he was game. But here's the problem: Johan at one seventy, he's been fighting one eighty fivers like Tanner Hines. Yep, like wasn't really bothered by. Ryan Ryan looked a little bit he looked bigger. longer and bigger, yep. but I mean, Johan's built like a freaking brick house too. And Johan does one thing that I think that a lot of amateurs, fresher pros don't do. And he had a lengthy amateur career and he's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. One thing Johan does beautifully is he has his feet and his balance under him when he throws his one, two. Yep. And when that two lands, if it lands clean, like he's cracking you. He broke the kid's jaw. Yeah. He, and and he, by the way, when he dropped him, kids still kept fighting. So, I mean, you can't take anything away from Ryan Hamilton. Johan dropped him a few times. Finally just said, okay, this kid's not going to go away. Just sink in that rear naked choke and call it a night. You know what? I, I kind of feel like, and I don't know if we do it. I mean, we know what Johan brings to the table. But he's kind of one of those sneaky guys on the local scene that you're like, oh yeah, Johan's here. Like, dude, he's. I mean, he could be. I mean, we we all praise Mitch, which we should. We look at some of these up and coming guys, you know, the Cole Files guys, like all these guys. But it's like, 
Johan is legit, no, dude. No he joke. is legit. No joke. I asked him after the fight. I said, hey, man, that first round, you looked a little uh, – your punches looked like you were kind of taking a little off of him. And, and he, he said he got an earful in between rounds. Yeah, um, because he came on that second round and looked sharp. Like, I, well, super impressive. Super I mean, he impressive. looked a little slow. I, My perspective, to me, that's – he did, dude. You got, you got, you have three rounds, but you have five minute rounds. Yeah. Jordan Levitt talked about it on, on it. You know, those amateurs, those three minute rounds. It's almost like you're all so eager to get going and into it. Cause they're only three yeah. minute rounds when you're a pro and you have five minute rounds, there's a, and more experience. There's a little bit more of like a feeling out period. And I, I felt like Johan was actually doing a very nice job of finding his range, finding his distance, finding his timing. And, and, and he cracked him and dropped him towards the end of the first round. I mean, I, I, Jeremy's his coach. Who am I to question anything Jeremy Horn says? Like, whatever. But I actually thought it it, it just showed his experience and his comfort level of, like, yeah. just finding his finding range, finding range. his timing. And once yeah. he did, he started sitting on some of those punches. I mean, that was the beginning of the end, right? So um, big Dude. shout out to Johan. That was Watch out that was for impressive. that kid. Yeah. And it was impressive because he looked great, but he did it against somebody that was very good in his own right, and Ryan Hamilton. They didn't beat a They have a sneaky, sneaky. They, I don't think we talk about them enough. Those guys they have, that Malachi kid. You, watch out for that kid. We saw him in the steel fist cage what a couple months ago. Now we see him again. And that that um, Jorge Lucianda kid, he fought. He was no sharp joke. on his feet. No joke. I mean, his boxing was crisp. He was mm-hmm. hitting some uppercuts. I think the game. I think they knew that Malachi was a wrestler because he was throwing some sharp uppercuts when Malachi would shoot. Um, Mal- Malachi's striking was a little wilder, but he was yeah. throwing. He was throwing with bad intentions and 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 was doing some things. But George Jorge, listen, whatever he he was, he had the advantage on the feet. And it wasn't like he was like but Malachi's Malachi just his was wrestling all, base all over him, bro. His, and once he Jorge got on top, was doing all the right things. He yeah. was shrimping. He was moving. Yep. He wasn't resting. He was trying to do all the right things, and he could not get Malachi off of him. Maybe a few times, but it was too late. The best part was, and I don't think it was for that fight. It was some of the earlier fights when Chris jumped on the mic for Jordan, and Jordan's sitting next to me, Jordan Levitt, and one of his guys that was in his that he that trains with him down at Syndicate's fight, and I, and I can't remember the fight, but he's like, "Hey, that's from my wrestling class. That's from my wrestling class." And then the kid did something wrong. He's like, "That was not from my wrestling class." <laughs> it, was a, it was a great night man great great car great crowd um i i was impressed man i was impressed it was worth it was, the long it was worth the long night and staying up till three in the morning you know what you know the most impressive and the, and, and the coolest the coolest uh thing for me is is you go down there you know john johnny parsons is there cornering guys you are in a gym with like what maybe 400 people there yeah johnny parsons is down there you yeah. have UFC vets like Jordan Levitt. Jordan Levitt. You yeah. have Chris Curtis, who's just drove up, just to you know these guys are coming up. Jordan Levitt, UFC, just to help with the show. You had another UFC flyweight that was there cornering guys just to help with the show, yeah. right? And you have these guys that are up, coming up here to make this show happen because they understand like they, they were those guys fighting in those those small shows with a crowd of three four hundred people once too yeah and and not forgetting where they came from and going back and helping and giving back to those young kids that are trying to make their own their own come up 
Yeah. I, I, I quickly realized having a conversation with our boy Aleko yesterday, how spoiled I've been to always have fought for still fist. Right. Packed house. Like I pretty packed much, yeah. I pretty much fought in front of a packed house every time and been spoiled. And Aleko even said, he goes, and I was like, yeah, it was a pretty small place. And Aleko's like, that was like, that was like one of, that would have been the nicest place I ever fought if that yeah. was in Ohio. And he goes, you guys don't understand how lucky you guys here, they are here in Utah because Aleko's fight for fierce and still fist. And he's like, those shows, like, there's nothing like that back there. We wow. have all the talent. He's like, we have all the talent in the world back there yeah. that I'd put up against anybody, but we don't have a promotion out there that's even close to what Fierce is putting on. That's even close to what Steel Fist is putting on. I mean, that's... we're just so spoiled here in Utah, and I just don't even think we realize that. I probably didn't until some things were put into perspective for me this weekend. Shout out to Mitch Ramirez, too. I think we we both kind of assumed it was going to go the way it did take nothing away from Chris. Cause he was freaking he was game game. Like he was, he was not coming there to lose that fight. And I mean, we even told him on the thing, we're like, Hey man, Mitch, Mitch is our guy after the podcast where we got off air. Like, like, Hey, he's, he's, he, you're not coming up here to fight a scrub. Let's just put it that way. Like you are, you are getting one of the guys. Dude, how badass is freaking MMA in Utah? Like, we are pretty, we are pretty spoiled. We're spoiled, bro. We're one hundred percent spoiled. You know, I we we all like I said. You said, and I and I said it on there. You know, like a lot of people have talked about, like Mitch Ramirez being the next big thing to come out of Utah. Like, have, there's a couple of guys that you could like, say that, dude. Mitch, Johan, Cole Faust. I mean, you know, Zach Cavender still really young in this. In, in you know, yeah. he's, I still consider him a Utah boy, even though you're going to start seeing him some other places. Um, you know, Boomer out in Tooele, he's coming. Uh, we, we have, we have these guys. Uh, we have guys, we have guys and they're coming. Aguima's got a whole team of guys. Lineup of guys. Jeremy Horn, it looks like their, their fight team is building right now. And yeah. Aguima and Jeremy Horn. And, and you know, our gym, we do, we, I'm, t- I'm telling you, we have some guys in our gym. We have a kid in our gym that has not been able to get a fight. He's been training with us for over two years. Yeah. His name's Ammon Garcia, and he is fighting in September. And I hope his future opponent or whoever he's fighting, I don't know who it is, isn't listening or doesn't catch this. But I'm, te- I'm telling you, Ammon's going to knock, knock some people out. All right. Like, I look he, forward to dude, seeing that. Nice kid. What a, you know, like very unassuming, freaking cracks. But that like the we kid have that was there last Wednesday, yeah, the one that I I hadn't seen him before. Cups, yeah, yeah, he, he was. Uh, you could just see good. the way that kid moved and and I, has no problem getting hit in the face and getting into a dog fight with bigger no. guys, stronger. He, guys. Like he cracks, dude. I was and, I was impressed with that kid. We have and at our gym alone, and I know we're not the only one. We got we got like four or five of those guys of amateurs with one fighter, no fights, and they're freaking giving me hard rounds. Because I'm going into my sixth fight, you know, and yeah. they're giving hard rounds to pros, and it's this sport is just evolving, and I can't, I cannot even express it enough how much this sport is evolving. And I was talking about it with Chris Curtis. I honestly believe this. In five years, there is not going to be room for people like me in this sport that just that are doing this as a hobby, because you'll well, get hurt. I think that um, you could definitely. Um... I better plug my computer. And I'm like, why is my battery dying on my computers? Cause it's not plugged in. 
Um, that's, I think it's just 2021, Jason. You it's just going to open up more avenues, though. Like, yeah, you're you're probably right. Like that, the you can already see the talent level how much it's increased over the last few years, but it's just going to give more opportunity for shows, more shows to pop up, maybe shows geared more towards that first time amateur fighter. If I, well, that's what still fist has always been right. That platform yeah. for the guys, but there's just going to be there. The shows are going to be more and more. You're, you would rather watch and see kids that have been training since they were, you know, kids like cole faust you know he's been training since he was five or dude we have a kid at our gym christian he he's 14 13 14 now maybe i don't i I don't i don't exactly know how old he is but he could spar with the adults right now and skill wise he has more skill than a lot of the adult fighters because he's been training with aldo for so long Man, I can guys, hear you. I'm just trying to plug I my know, <laughs> computer I'm in. Just, I'm just talking, but I'm just saying those guys are coming. So here, here's what I actually see is there's going to be, eventually there's going to be two divisions in amateur and there's one of the divisions is going to be for the hobby guys or the brand new guys that don't know. But then there's going to be a division of, of fighters that it's like, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to be going pro, right? Like, I don't even know for sure if I ever even take, get to the point where I take a pro fight. I'd like to, but like, it's not a for sure thing. And I'm never going to make a career out of this. Well, that's but there, but Cole, you know, but I'm in the same ranks as somebody like Cole Faust, who we know what he's, where he's going and, yeah. and what, what track he's headed on. There's going to be a point in time where I think you're going to see the prelims of like an, of like a steel fist is more like some of the hobbyists maybe. And then like, a, like an, a legit, like, like a legit mini, like, like, you know, you're the, you're the main event of the prelims. And you'll, you're going to have like those Cole Faust on there that are like two and O or whatever. And yeah. you're going to have that. And then you're going to, um, and then you're going to go into the main card. That's full of the rest of the amateurs that are on their track to become pros and then close the night with a couple of pro fights or something like that. There, I think you, it's, you, that you stuff's almost, coming. You, I think you almost have to, because there's enough guys out there that just want to get in there. And I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to get in there with a the guy that's been wrestling his whole life. And I'm just wanting to come in there and do this as a hobby for one time. I'm going to get murdered. I'm just going to get double laid, ground and pound, and the fight's going to be over with. So I, I strongly agree with you. I think that uh, I think we'll see that soon, sooner than we we think. Yeah, I I think we're within five years of that's going to have to happen. And maybe I don't give myself enough credit. I don't know. I think I'm my own worst critic. I admit, I I don't know. I guess we'll find out in 12 days. We're going to find out. <laughs> we are going to find out what we're going to do your fighter spotlight this week. When are we going to do it? Friday? Yeah, let's do it Friday. Okay. We we, have a we, couple, we're going to, we're going to have a sick Friday. We got Jordan we're Levitt, still. UFC fighter. Who I just did the commentary with. He's coming on on Friday. Just nailed that down. We'll have our breakdown of the UFC fights. Um, sounds like Justin McDonald is coming on with you and Dalton yep. on Friday. Uh, Dalton could interview me too with you. You know, that'd be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Uh, yeah, we have some. Oh, uh, Jerome Hatch is going to come on on Friday too. Jerome to Hatch, he's, he's got a fight coming up, and his last opponent, uh, or yeah, Chris Curtis is coming Curtis on. Curtis is going to come on to talk about his fight next Friday. He is. Uh, it was interesting to sit next to him and listen to his take on some of the fights. And smart, sharp guy knows what he's talking about. He's been around the game for a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
let's go over this UFC card from Saturday night. It was good. And let's and go you, over how good yeah, our picks were. Hey, let's just talk real quick when you're talking about it. Hey, folks, we killed it. We killed it. We killed it. We killed it. Big part of me texting you and saying, hey, we I think we could come up with a killer parlay on this card because I think there's some pretty good locks. And I text you said, who do you like? And I text you my five guys that I like. They were the exact same five guys that you had placed the night before. I had already put that in. Yeah. You'd already and put it in. He cashed. Rodrigo knocked him out in the second round. I said first round. So sue me. Still won. We said Malcolm Gordon was great value and had and the odds were way too skewed on Francisco Figueredo because Figueredo's brother. We yep. nailed that one. Um, yep. Sergey Morozov, we said underdog. Kazakhstan, give me that guy. Unanimous decision. Thank you. Said Amanda Lemos mops this girl, not on her level. Knocks her out in 35 seconds. Um, D-Rod, too much. Looked too good against Mike Perry in his last fight. Knocks him out in the first round. And we gave the inside the distance prop on that one as well. Inside the distance, absolutely. Billy Corintillo, we were both all over him. Loved Billy. Too good everywhere, never gets tired. Not great at anything, but good everywhere. Um, beat the brakes off him. With, he had a body triangle and beat the crap out of him from the back and got a ref stoppage from the back from strikes. Don't see that too often. No. A TKO from back punches. Um, uh, our boy yeah. Randolfo Vereira. Got looked like he picked his cardio, got the submission in the third round. Congratulations. Good. Good. Now we can get back on that train a little bit. He's a monster at 185. If he, he addresses that, the dude's huge. Yeah. And was in his corner, was my first jujitsu coach, Bruno Antunes. Really? Interesting. Yeah, he, huh? he, used to, he used to coach before he moved to Florida and coached, he used to coach okay. at a one hit. So that was really All cool right. to see Bruno, Bruno there. I finally got one wrong though. But you were right on Gambrot. I just love Jeremy Stevens. I didn't I think he was going to come over him in the first minute of the first round. I well, did not I think, think any, that. I don't think anybody did. I think, you, I think we all thought that it was going to be a dogfight, right? I thought it'd be. Yeah, I definitely did. Get okay, Dude, Gamrot, he's a problem, dude. He's a problem. 19 and 1 at yeah. 155. Jordan Levitt also dropped a little bit of knowledge on it. He's a 155er in the UFC. 40% of the UFC roster is 155. It's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, just looking at the top 15. Gamrot's not even in the top 15. How scary is that? 19 and 1 and not in the top 15. I mean, He's you could, you be could probably say a couple of those guys shouldn't be there. I mean, you could take out Ferguson. You could take out how, Connor. How dare you? Man. How dare you? Um, yeah, he's he's a problem. Um, Misha Tate took a little time off, came back. She looked freaking good. She sure did. How about <laughs> freaking John Anik in the commentary on this one? It's talking oh about Misha God. Tate, and he's like, yeah, and she's still nursing too. And I'm like, why Why would why you would say you, that? Why would you bring that like, up? It's obvious there's something going on there. But it's like, you don't have to bring attention to that. Like, come on, John. That's a better like, move. Come on, bro. It's just give it the people what they want. It was a better move. Misha Tate, though. Okay, Misha, where does she go now? What, I mean, is she back in the title picture? Which that's what she says she's here for. And did you hear who called her out and said, let's let's fight again? It was uh, Holly. Holly Holm wants to run I, it back. 
I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like Misha Tate's mindset. She's like, I'm whatever. She's like, I'm sure if that's not next, it's going to be, she's going to be a, a name I'm going to have to Dude, fight again. That's, that's a main event fight. Yeah. Because their first fight was amazing. I'm all in. And um, is there here, anybody? Here, here's the question. Time out. Here's the question. Before we move on. Marion Renew never had been finished. And Misha comes in and gets the finish. I It's like, is Misha really better now? Is there a chance that she's better than I when mean, she was? She clearly looked phenomenal at the weigh-ins. Like you could tell that she's been taking this serious. She didn't look like she had a rough weight cut. You can tell she's been, she's been putting in work. She's only 34 years old. She's still got a few years left in her. Yeah, I know she does. It's, it's interesting. I, was, I mean, by the way, I mean that the craziest thing for me is, is like Holly's getting old, right? How old is Holly? Holly? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why don't you look that one up, Zach? Oh, I am looking it up. Hey, no. Holly's looking 39. That Holly's 39. Holly was beating Misha Tate the first time they fought. She, she might've been up four rounds to nothing before Misha, yeah. you know, that, I think that rematch is super intriguing. And I, I do book it right now. Book it. I like it. I'm a, I'm all over that. Is there anybody at 155 that's can hang with Makachov? Nope. He's scary, dude. Maybe Dustin I, Poirier and, or Oliveira. Like that's the maybe. Those was, are maybes. I was thinking about that last night, but dude, he's basically Khabib. With, with striking. striking, scary, like, dude, he he toyed with Moises, like on the ground. That combat sambo, like, and Moises is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. No joke on the ground. How many submission got, uh, submission wins does Moises have? Oh, a bunch. He's, he's a got monster. Ankle lock. He's got decision. He's got head kick, guillotine choke, punches, arm bar, rear naked choke, triangle choke. Like this guy's a killer, and Makachov just. He made it look almost too easy. What do you think about him calling out Tony? I saw somebody in the group posted that. Weak. I, I get the weak. backstory on it. Somebody posted in our group that Dan Hooker said the same thing. I kind of do too. I kind of do too. I get the I calling get the, out a guy on you're 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 going to the top and you're calling out a guy on a what a three fight losing streak. But I will say I think he did it because of the backstory, because of what Khabib went through. But, but still. Dude, he mops Tony. Oh, unquestionably. Dude, he mops. I Everybody. did like the call out with Chandler. Chandler too. You come from Bellator. I'm going to show you. I'm like the dude. fight. I, I the fight I want to see is RDA. I would, I would like to see that. He's he's been asking for the RDA fight, and RDA has been kind of ducking him a little bit, saying he doesn't want to fight somebody below him or whatever. Okay, well he's gonna have a nice number next to him now. RDA. I mean that. I mean. That him and RDA is literally a fight to get into the contender mix. Yeah, I mean, you could you could say Tony because Tony's no, still dude. fifth. I don't know why Tony's still fifth in that division. I don't think he should be. He shouldn't. I mean, come on, let's let's be real. I love Tony. I've been the defender of Tony, but I I do. I I'm with Dan Hooker. I think it's super weak to call out a guy on a three fight losing streak as you're going to the top. Does Darush give him problems with his wrestling and his nope. size? I don't think nope. so either. 
<laughs> that's actually that's actually probably the fight that makes the most sense. If you're if you're Islam, you want to go against the guy that doesn't have a dance partner, which is Benny Dariush, and two, you know, stylist, you know, he he's ranked number three. And I even yeah. said I don't even know if Benny should be number three, but good for him for getting there. If I'm Islam, it's RDA, Michael Chandler, Benny. That's who I'm calling out. Well, um, he did call out Chandler. What was interesting with Chandler, though, is is Chandler really said, you, "If you go for thirty and oh, you're going to be twenty nine in Chandler," which was a great call out. It's great. Um, if you're Michael Chandler and you think your wrestling's good enough to hang with Khabib's, because here's the thing: if you're Michael Chandler, you're going for broke, right? Yeah. If Michael Chandler somehow is the guy that beats Islam, who everybody's saying is Khabib 2.0, and Michael Chandler somehow pulled off that, pulled that off, that might get Khabib out of retirement. I still don't think so. I don't I think, think so either. But that's that's that. Could, wouldn't you agree that that's probably the one scenario that would, if somebody beats his? I mean, voice? that would. I could see it, but I, yeah, I just. I don't think it's going to happen. It's just a I'm different just, breed. Like just listening to those guys talk, like they just they're just different, man. They they are just a different breed. I know. But I I mean who, so you who know who's the guy that knocked Islam. out Islam? Who's that who's that guy? Bring he's that guy like, back. He's not even in the UFC anymore. Isn't that crazy? This yeah. guy, this Adriano Martins guy. He's not even in the UFC anymore. He's 28 and 11, 38 years old. And he's on a four fight losing four streak. Four fight losing streak now. His last win was against Islam in 2015. His career is probably over. I mean, good for that guy. When Islam gets the belt, he'll be like, "Hey, He's I like, knocked that dude I out. I knocked that guy out." That could be. That could. He'll, he'll be. He'll be the Matt Hamill of 155. <laughs> oh man! Except he legit beat him. Um, no, I just I think. Uh, and what was interesting is Islam believed by the time he got his title shot that his opponent would be Dustin Poirier. He thinks Dustin Poirier is going to be the champ when he gets that when he finally gets his title shot. I thought that was interesting. I would be more intrigued to see. Um, is this guy? Oliveira. Just- I'd rather I'd rather see Oliveira than Poirier. Honestly, I think Oliveira beats Poirier. I know you do. I, I mean, I've been thinking hard about this, and I'm and sure I'm, I'm sure I'll probably flip flop. And I'm on the other side of the fence. I'm sure I'll probably flip-flop on this a million times. I love both of them, and I'm a fan of both of them, but I'm leaning more towards Poirier than Oliveira. I don't – it's one of those things where I don't think either of us will be able to be like, ha, I told you so. Because it's like – I I think it's a real – I think it's – I think we're, we're, you know, splitting hairs here. Man, I think Poirier is just a little bit too strong for Oliveira. And that's – See, I'm with you, Cruz. I just – I. See, I don't think he's going to be stronger than him in that fight. Okay, here's the, here's the thing. No, he's not. He's t- Oliveris. He's not big like Poirier, though. He doesn't have that back, and he doesn't have that. And and let's let's be honest. Oliveira, he's talking about going back down to one forty five to be champ champ. Poirier is talking about going up to one seventy at some point. They're, well, they're, they're on also- different ends of the one fifty five weight class of like size wise poor dude i i think some people will be surprised at the size difference in the back and shoulders and everything like that which carries a lot of punching power and poirier it's not like poirier doesn't have a gas tank because he's carrying it his frame is just a lot bigger now obviously Oliveira has the jujitsu advantage but 
Poirier is a black belt in his own right. Like it's like I it's a really good fight. See, I like Poirier's jujitsu better. Uh, not Poirier's. I like Oliveira's jujitsu better. And I think Oliveira's stand up has these last couple fights. He's been better than Poirier. I don't agree. Well, guess what? They're going to fight at the end of the year, and we're going to find out, so. Zach. I hope so. I hope so. I'm just saying. I just saw Oliveira get dropped and almost finished by Michael Chandler too. And if you don't, think, and Poirier Chandler can crack though. And Poirier can't. Oh, I know he can. I'm not saying he can't. <laughs> right. That's. I just. I think. Uh, I mean, like I said, we are splitting, splitting hairs because you were talking we really about. Are. We are talking about probably the you know. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. But at the end of the day, we're sitting there arguing about two guys that'll both lose to Islam. So whatever. Isn't that crazy? I I watched that fight. I didn't watch that Saturday night. I watched most of the main card Saturday night when I got when we got home from Price, and I was able to watch the Makachev fight while I was doing cardio Sunday morning. And dude, he's pressure like Khabib. He he's Khabib. I know. That's scary. You know, how since many, Khabib, how many you know, more since of those? Khabib, ready for this? Since Khabib has retired, yeah. he's four and zero in people's corners. How many, how many guys like that are out there we haven't seen yet? Hundreds. You know what I'm waiting for? There's, you know what I'm waiting for for the UFC, all the UFC fighters to boycott fighting Dagestani's, and my, have to, and they have to start their own league. Cruz, you you might oh, be. Cruz, you one. are high in the sky, brother. I don't know what you're smoking, but give me some because it's got to be good. I just, because that his that sambo wrestling is gonna it's gonna offset the jujitsu and his stand up is I, man. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm a, Cruz. I'm high on Oliveira too. I am like all in on Oliveira. But if you're gonna beat Islam, you're gonna have to knock him out because you will not beat him on the ground. And I will stand firm in that. Oliveira, yeah. all of them, none of them submit him. Nope. Nope. He's, nope. He he is. But what's the one thing we talk about, Cruz? That, shuts that combats yeah. that shuts down that jujitsu wrestling. Wrestling, and he is Bro. he is Khabib level Gross. wrestling. Not Cruz, not your Michael you're Chandler wrestling. Not. Justin Gaethje wrestling. He is Khabib wrestling. He trains with Dude. Khabib, and it's ha- it's they've grown up in the same village together since they were kids. What if you had? What if Khabib messaged you and said, "Hey, Jeff, no, he doesn't. Just stop. Just, stop. <laughs> Just you're trolling. You're trolling." <laughs> what if, I mean, what the, if, hey, guess what? There is a rule. Okay, I have this up here. When I'm picking fights, <laughs> okay. Rules for picking fights for the Damage Man MMA podcast. Oh, you started writing them down? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Rule number one. Do not pick against fighters from Dagestan! Exclamation point. It's rule number one, guys. Number one. And it's that way for a reason. They don't what if, lose. Stop. What if you... What if you got a message from Khabib and said, Hey, Zach, I want you to come to Dagestan and train with me for six months. I already know what Hillary's going to say. <laughs> what would you what? say to convince her to let you go train with Khabib for six months? What? In Dagestan. Uh, you like, play that fun basketball game. I'm pretty sure I'd beat them all at that. That doesn't have, right. have you seen that basketball game that they play no, with yeah. like no dribbling and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I'd smoke them in that. I, he's, he's by far the best bas- isn't basketball. Isn't Khabib supposed game. to be a really good soccer player too? That's what they said. Yeah. <clears throat> It's got that low center of gravity, kind of shifty, running around like a little, yeah. Are you going to, 
if I give you the Afro hat, will you drive down to Phil Henderson's bar and say, tomorrow night, I'm going to smash your boy <laughs> the night before your weigh-ins? Will you do after, it, please? After weigh-ins? Yeah, just wear it. Just walk into the bar and be like, tomorrow night. I know you guys don't like this. I know you don't like this. Tomorrow night, I'm going to smash your, your boy. boy. And then just walk out and drive back home. I have a feeling that I wouldn't be able to just walk out. Probably not. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know that's not my style. But. Dude, your card is freaking I, – we keep talking about everybody else, but you got your fight. You're the freaking main event. I am the main event. I'm not going to ask you any questions. We'll save it. Oh, see? Look at this troll. Look at him. <laughs> freaking Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> We're blocking you, Jeff. You're blocked. Jeff. We're blocking I'm, you. Yeah, I'm – Dude, when is Jeff getting back in the fight? Jeff, I like watching Jeff fight. Jeff should Jeff, get back in the fight. Where do you train? Does he train at Agima? No, I think he lives up in like Camus or something. He he lives a little bit farther away. Jeff, I, where do I you trained train? with him a couple times at uh te- was it Temple up by Brighton High School? They had it's closed down now. Yeah. Dom Jeff. was over there. Oh yeah. Jeff, I want to know where do you train, dog? Because I'm gonna show up there. And I'm gonna, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna roll. No one beats Artem cruising. Gosh dang it, you guys! Can we get some real MMA guys here commenting, please? You guys, Henry Sudo. Yeah, dude, is Artem retired? No, I think he's still fighting, isn't he? I don't know. Do we want to talk about the LFA card last night too? That was a fun card, dude. The guy that won the championship. That dude's. You know who? Um, what fight that I I I only caught a couple of them because I passed out extremely early, but uh, <laughs> that fight between that Diana Suaza and Elaine Lopez. Oh yeah, man, that was a great fight. Yeah, he's in bare knuckle now. I've been at it. He, oh, he's in Linden. He's in Linden. He's down at Agima. Yeah, he is. Jeff's down at Agima. Okay. Okay. Jeff, I am showing up at a Gima one day. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna message Dane, and I'm gonna say, when, when does Jeff consistently come? And I'm gonna show up to that class one day, and we're gonna roll for an hour. <laughs> and 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 just whatever happens, happens. Dude, a Gima. That was nice to see all the Gima guys on Saturday. Yeah, David Kim was, was down there. All those guys. Go down, and watch, go down and watch Mitch. <laughs> Dude, it's Mitch. Oh, we probably can't talk about it, but we Mitch has got another fight lined up. I know we can't probably say when and who, but nope. he will be fighting soon. Again. Again. Hmm. So I have a question. Not to bring your favorite person. I would love to roll for an hour. Cruz, keep saying stupid stuff like Jeff, and we'll we'll set it up. <laughs> We need to go down to. I'm just. You kidding. know what? I'm just you kidding. know where we need to go? We need to go to a game. Uh, and I'll Cody called us out that we don't go down and train in price, so we have to make a weekend after your fight, a Saturday. Just drive down in the morning, go train for a few hours, and then drive back. And 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 podcast because we got call, we got price. called out for not. We're gonna going podcast down. in price. Well, in specifically, price. I got called out because I go to every other gym but his. I'll <laughs> be down there. I'm coming. Careful, flyweights aren't allowed to get tired, bro. I'm training for five rounds right now. You think I can't grapple for an hour? Come on, dog. 
You better be careful. Dane's going to see you picking on his boy and choke you out. Dane, yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm sure Jeff will catch me and stuff. I'm not. It's not like I think that I'm. I'm not going down there saying that I'm just going to smash him. I'm sure. I'm sure he could grapple with me. He's been doing it longer than I have. Yeah, he's a stud. I just like to get work. I, dude, I love rolling. I think I. I have so much fun rolling with new people and all different shapes and sizes. I roll. I'll roll with. I'll roll with anybody. It's, do you Do you see fun. coaching in your future? Man, that would be fun. I love co- I do. I've uh, dude. So for people that don't know, I mean, my dream growing up is I wanted to be a history teacher and high school football coach. That's all I wanted to do. And then I was working at Foot Locker um, after my mission and before I got married. And I was working at Foot Locker and I started looking at it. And I would have had to take a pay decrease to work retail at a mall and then go, and then and then um, and then I I would have had to take a pay decrease from working at Foot Locker to go be a teacher and a coach. I was like, no. I would like and to- I put that out of my head, but I did coach high school football for a year. Uh, my favorite thing in the world to do is coach my kids sports. And, uh, and you know, it, when I'm done fighting, a lot of the focus will go more towards my kids. But if, uh, if there is an opportunity and, and, and you know, like, yeah, I, I love coaching. I, th- I think it's fun. I like being involved. You know, I'm, been doing that fight camp with at the Phoenix PI and there's Joel's got a fight lined up. So we've been in there training with him and watching him grind. And I, I love that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love being a part of it. I and, mean, I, I get, Oh, and Cruz happy. You're, you're covering. Yeah, your dude. And, and hopefully, hopefully continue to get healthy there. Where's, um, where's Cruz training? Where'd Cruz, where do you roll at? I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. You're right. Unified Cruz. Where are you at? Where are you training? And, um, yeah, dude. I mean, I, I mean, my fight camps are fun. It's it's all fun, but I'll, I'll be honest. You know, the stress and and everything from your own fight camps. It's much more enjoyable, I think, through from the entire process yeah. to um, help my teammates get ready for fights. Like, I love like you know I I've been in uh, Utah Jiu Jitsu. Nice, my food. Yeah, great um, place. You know, I've, I've I've been in Tanner Hines' corner his last few fights. We love to get re- him ready for fights. I've been in Tyler Billings' corner for his two fights. Love helping him getting ready for fights. Uh, you know, I, I I've cornered a handful of guys, and um, being a part of that process is it's it's just it, it's different than fighting, obviously, because it's yeah. a different energy. Uh, fighting's more of uh, it's an, it's my outlet, you know, but. I, I, I mean, I am, I am not a guy that can fight, you know, five, six times a year and just like go from one camp, right into another camp to right into another camp to, you know, like I can't yeah. like what Cole Fouts or what Cole Schaefer just did, like what three main events in like four months or something like That's that. That's crazy. Like, dude, yeah. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Like I, uh, I, I'm, uh, I would think, so, I think I'd go insane. <laughs> I think the, um, I think everybody at some point would need a little bit of a break when you're grinding like that and your mindset, like eventually, I mean, you just saw, you just saw like what I went through with my shark tank and, and, and like, yeah, it was no I joke. Mean, I mean, the physical, the physical demands alone yeah. on it, you know, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it, I, I love fighting. I love fighting. I, I was talking about it with Chris Curtis uh, down at the fierce fights. It's like, you know, what's after fighting for him. Cause that's, that's all he's done as an adult. Yeah. And, and for me, it's like, okay. So I got super fat when I was done with football. Right. 
And because I just couldn't find anything to replace that and fighting's yeah. replaced that for me. And now look, like I'm in the best shape of my adult life. Like I feel great uh, and, and everything, but it's like, whenever that door closes, it's like, what door do I need to open to continue living a healthy lifestyle? Yeah. Co co coaching a little bit might be the answer. Who knows? Jiu-jitsu, a lot of jiu-jitsu tournaments in my near future. When, when really? I'm really jiu-jitsu tournaments. Oh All right. yeah, All right. I, I love to compete, man. Like I love to compete, and I mean, and I definitely don't fight. Like I don't fight. We could dig into a lot of this on my podcast. Well, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I don't fight because, like, I don't want to fight. I'm not afraid to lose. Like, yeah. it's not. It's not just about the winning and losing. I like to see where I'm at. Like people ask me all the time, like, when are you going to fight? I will fight until I know where my ceiling is at at the sport. And once I know I can't go any higher, that's when I'll be done. I don't yeah. know when that's going to be yet. You're still or young. Until my, or until my wife says, uh, you're done. <laughs> she might be getting close to there. She might be. It's fair. Sorry, Hillary. She is not watching live today. That's why there's no snarky comments from her. Yeah, or it'll be sure, coming. I'm She'll sure listen it'll, to uh, Yeah, it'll come. It, 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 I'm, I'm sure I'll hear it at home or we'll hear about it in Mexico or whatever. Uh, but uh, she's she's swimming out with my family. Nice. Way, so. The, uh, how many cookies did Chris eat on Saturday? <laughs> and he fights the day before me and has more than twice the weight to cut them. For the record, Saturday. he didn't actually eat the cookies. He doesn't eat he, them. He tasted them. He did. He, the, it's an old bodybuilder trick. You just put it in your mouth, chew it, and spit it out. You sociopaths. He, uh, I told Cole Faust about it. Cole's like, yeah, I do that sometimes. I'm like, you, know, you sicko. You know what's funny is he's sponsored by Crumble Cookie. I can probably say this because nobody down there is probably listening. And he, my wife made cookies. He, these cookies are the bees taking of them. I told Mitch, I told Sula, I said, Hey, you better grab a cookie for bitch after the fight. And Mitch comes up to me after and he's like, okay, I'm ready for a cookie. I'm like, bruh, they gone. They gone. You had, you had to fight Chris Curtis for him, dog. Yeah. Um, this card next this weekend is awesome. Macy Barber, Miranda Maverick. That's a great. You got Aspen oh back on the card after her, was it knee surgery? Was it ACL or MCL, whatever she tore. Aspen Ladd versus Macy Chazon, Corey Sanhagen, TJ Dillashaw. Oh my gosh. Andre Yanez is back against Randy Costa. Oh my gosh. That uh, Soriano, uh, Punahili Soriano against Brendan Allen. That's a fire one oh too. Oh my gosh, dude. What's Nikki up, Gall's back. Ian Heinich is back against Eamon. This is a great card. Adrian Giannis, Randy Costa. Whoa. I forgot all about that one. Yeah. Hannah Goldie's on. Darren Damage Elkins is on. How do he we should be like, on the why is he not on? I've actually messaged our him guy. before. He should be hey, our bro. guy. That's our guy. That's my guy for sure. I love Darren Damage. Um, hey, so just so everybody knows, we got a little video work done last week at Zach's little shark tanks. We're going to have some sweet videos coming up for the podcast, for the YouTube channel. Oh yeah. Lots of sweet things. We're going to have a booth at the steel fist fights. Um, got some new hats. We'll have some, we'll have critical fit CBD stuff there. Their pre-workout, which I have right here. Critical fit CBD pre-workout. You can go to criticalfitcbd.com. Use the code damage plan 20, get 20% off your order. Absolutely. Well, I guess that's it till Friday, right? 
That is it. Tell you guys tune in. I'll make sure I post the night before to let you guys know everybody the times everybody's coming on. But Jordan Levitt will be on. Chris Curtis will be on. Jerome Hatch will be on. Uh, I'm going to get try to get Justin McDonald scheduled for Friday, too. We haven't nailed down the time yet, but we'll get Justin McDonald on, who is Zach's opponent for the main event. Um, I think that's it. We done for the day? I guess. My boy Jordan Williams is fighting Mickey Gall. Jordan Williams. Let's get him on the podcast. Text him. Tell your boy to get on the podcast. Hmm. That should be a good fight. Probably beats him. Think so? Yeah, Mickey. I'm not positive Mickey Gall is UFC caliber. Uh, I think Jordan Williams wins that fight. Yeah. I, I don't Jordan. really need to do much research. That's my research. I think and Jordan Mickey Williams. He is right. the underdog. Jordan is favored appropriately. So I do think it'd be pretty cool, though, Jeff, if you message your boy. Just saying. Just saying. Message your boy. Say, hey, you're my guy. These guys do a podcast in Utah. You should come on it. Oh, speaking of podcasts, tomorrow night, Zach and I will be on the other side of the Beehive podcast. Oh, yeah. You might want to tune into that. I'll probably talk about really that fun. a little bit. I've, I've listened to a couple of their podcasts. I listened to the one they had with uh, Eric Iman on there. Great guys. We met him at, I met him at the last Steel Fist fight. So I'm excited. I'm excited to go down there. They have a little studio down in Salt Lake. Yeah, I forgot about should that. Be fun. Should be. Fun. Yeah, you forgot all about it. I did. I'm glad you said something. You better call your wife now before she listens to this. I already told her. I already told her. It's good. We're good. I already told her. Hey, another thing before we leave. I got my shoes today. My wife bought a Peloton. Long story. Anyways, we have a Peloton, and apparently I'm going to be riding the Peloton tonight. You're that guy. I am that guy. What a wiener. No, you can call me a wiener when I start wearing one of those stupid – when I wear one of those suits and I start cutting people off down the road and acting like I own the whole road, then you can call me a wiener. Can you get you like a little tag and a singlet type thing to wear? I told you, I was all in on the Tour de France. I love watching that stuff. You're weird. You're weird. I didn't bet on it. I didn't bet on it. Speaking of betting, there's this phenomenon on TikTok right now. For those that watch TikTok, Jason and I probably spend too much time on TikTok. Oh, it's, it's in so all stupid. honesty, it's but so it's funny. so entertaining. And for the record, we have to do it because our business social partner media. said we need to start pumping Promote, that to our social media. Promoting TikTok. So I'm on TikTok and there's these people that keep popping up on TikTok that say they're from the future and they make these predictions oh, about yeah. stuff. Have you seen that? Yes. For the love of all that's holy... Quit telling me what natural disaster is going to happen in the year 3030. Send me some box scores so I can cash some bets, people. A little back Come to on. the future. A little back to the future action. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, tell me, t- tell me, do the who does the do the Bucks cover the spread and close out in game six? That would be helpful so I can go put five thousand dollars on the Bucks, please. Make up the loss from Saturday night. I can't believe the Suns lost that game. Well, I, I hedged. I didn't. I ended up actually like breaking on that. Okay, but um, yeah, that took a turn. But you know what I mean. Give me something useful. Don't tell me about a natural disaster that's going to happen after I'm already dead. If you're really yeah. a time traveler, give me useful. You know what? You know, what would be nice. Tell me when to buy buy Dogecoin. Not right now. Well, actually, you probably should buy right oh, now because it's super right low. Now. 
or tell me, tell me, does Bitcoin get banned by all governments and goes away? Does what stocks should I buy right now? Is there a new social media app that isn't huge yet that I need to start investing in now? Like, come on, give me useful information. Telling me information from the future that's going to happen after I'm already dead doesn't do me any good. And now I've just wasted two minutes talking about TikTokers that are from the future that I don't even believe are from the future anyways. The whole thing makes me angry. TikTok's kind of lame. How dare you? I love TikTok. It gets me in I, trouble because I, I want to say stuff to people and just tell them to freaking shut up. Hey. You know what? So I'm, I'm still in Facebook, Joe. What's up, Kendred? Kendred, uh, I'm still in you Facebook, need to come Joe. on this week too. You know what's awesome yeah. with TikTok? I could pretty much say whatever I want to people in the comments and I've never been put in jail you on know, TikTok. You could call somebody a donkey? I could call him a donkey. And I do regularly on TikTok. I do too. Like, hey, I, moron. I do the little eye roll emoji. <laughs> that's my favorite one. I like the food ideas. I found a new guy on there that's like a little jujitsu wizard, like a 10th planet, like jujitsu guy that I like to follow and watch, watch stuff on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of good content on TikTok. There's a lot of garbage on TikTok, but there's a lot of good content too. I don't believe in time travel, folks. No. It's Me all either. stupid. Yeah, we need to get Kendred on too. Should we try Kendred for Friday too? Just sneak him in? Sneak him in. Or Monday. Sure. Since we already have like four. Let's do my, he could do Monday since Monday. He's not I'll message be worried you. About, since he's not gonna be worried about cutting weight because he's a heavyweight. Sorry, right. Kendrick. You, you, so heavyweights, they don't have to cut weight. They have the stress of going against another giant human being, but they don't have the stress of cutting weight. So it's like, we, yeah, well, I'll message you after this, Kendrick. We'll get you on. Of course. All right. Well, I guess that's it for today. Okay. That was a fun one. Cool. We out. It's out. We out. All right.